best about the business side of the food service industry. You make food, then let us help you make money too. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us. Info at businesschef.org. Everybody out there listening, thank you, thank you for joining us again on the Business Chef Podcast. Of course, I'm Chef Sean Boucher, you know me. Uh, Joining us today is my good friend, and I can say good friend because he really is uh, a friend, and I've known him for, man, I was thinking about this the other day, probably 25 years. Does that sound right, Damon? Yeah, well, we just had our our 20-year high school reunion, and then tack on, you know, the, the few years of us skating around on skateboards before that and yeah we're somewhere in there <laughs> yeah 25 years man you just you start to get old and you don't you you start to realize when people used to talk about getting old like what they're talking about now all of a sudden you have a different perspective so i yeah thank you for joining us today i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of turn the mic over to you for a minute if you don't mind and, and uh, give us a little bit of uh of an update on you as far as who you are, kind of what some of your expertise and, uh, and, you know, just a shortened version of your journey up to this point in a, in a professional sense. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Damon Burton, I'm the president of SEO national, uh, which is a search engine optimization agency. Started that in 2007. The abbreviated version of what SEO is for listeners that might not know is it's optimizing your website and content in a way that it shows up higher on search engines for words that you can monetize and you do that in a non-paid platform so you're not paying google um, you show up in the organic natural results for those words you can monetize so i started that in uh, 2007 and first couple years probably first year and a half it was a one-man show just cool to be self-employed and then then i realized hey I, i actually have a business here so let's do something with it and then i i started to scale it and and um, in the years since then, I've worked with clients like the Utah Jazz. I've had some clients that have been on Shark Tank um, and, and just got to a, a real nice place in the world where I get to work with some, some cool businesses. Well, so let's, you know, I think you bring up a good point there with the whole what is SEO. And I think that's part of the reason that I'm really excited to talk to you today. And I've, I've said this before on multiple shows and we'll probably continue to say it from here on out that I get more out of these than I think anybody uh, who's listening to this. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to do it just selfishly for that reason. But I, I think you've got a really interesting journey that I think personally has kind of prepared you for some of the stuff you're doing now in addition to, to SEO. And, you know, we'll, we'll get to talking a little bit about that, but I think getting to know who you are as an individual and, and, you know, some of the things that you're up to is, is important to kind of round out our discussion here. So I, you and I kind of reconnected, I don't know, a year or two ago when you and I were kind of on similar paths, you know, you're writing a book, you were getting a podcast up and going, you were really starting to kind of build a platform for yourself. And I'm just curious, how's that going? And what are some highs and lows you've had from that? Yeah, so about uh, about the time frame you said, about a year, year and a half ago. Um, so I, I had already had established my company, and and I. What's funny is, 
for being a marketing company, I, I had never, until last year, I had never paid a dollar towards marketing my own company. And last year when I started doing some paid ads is, is part of this exploration that we're, we're now starting to talk about in this conversation. So I started paying for ads and as you said, building a platform and brand awareness around kind of myself more than the company um, because I've, I got to a really good place in business and I'm still there. And, and I realized that I greatly appreciate just the relationships in business and and i've been more reflective of how much those re- those relationships have provided and played important parts of my business and so at, at that point I, I said um you know i want to scale this business even more but i don't like being the pukey sales guy so what are my options and at that time was also when i was like hey i want to be more vulnerable and share stories about my growth and help other people out and I just kind of blended them all together and started doing content on Facebook and LinkedIn and, and I get way more traction on LinkedIn. Um, and so w- what I do there and how it's con- back to your question on how it's contributed to business is, um, I just help. Like I just get on and I say, here's my expertise and here's some free advice and there's no catch. There's no go to this website, go download this thing, but you got to give me your email. Like I just put it all on the table right there in the post. And that's, been enjoyable for a couple reasons you know one on the personal side and one on the business Um, on the personal side it's just nice to get stuff out there and um, communicate with people and you never know what comes from those discussions and that um, you know maybe we'll get into that later on in the discussion about the the non-business benefits that really come through and the relationships I've built Um, but more directly to your point um, of asking about how that process has contributed to business is on LinkedIn, I brought in two or three contracts in the first six to nine months of just giving free advice and, and giving away the farm. And, and so I deal with low volume, high, uh, you know, low quantity, high quality clients. And so my clients are several thousand dollars a month and they're on a, a residual retainer. And so if I bring in one client, that's, that can easily be thirty to $70,000 a year. And so I brought in two or three clients, um, which ended up being like 100 to 150 grand in extra business just from posting on LinkedIn and saying, hey, you know, here's, here's what I do and there's no catch behind it. Like, I just want to help you guys. And it's, it's like the best balance because you attract the type of people you want without having to be the sleazy sales guy. And you also set expectations because whatever attracted them to you, whatever topic you're talking about, now they are educated on it. And so they can better help you help them because they have their foot in the door on understanding what it takes to really find success in whatever they came to you for. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been, um, it's been a really enjoyable process to figure out what my online voice is and what type of stuff I want to give away and as far as content and knowledge and then just the unintended rewards that come from it. It's funny because I think, um, (laughs) I think you've been prepared personally uh, throughout your career for something like this because uh, as some may know, but probably most don't, you have a, you have a history in radio and, and even before getting into your business, 
uh, and where it is now, you you were working in radio. And I think, obviously, podcasting has become the evolution of what radio once was and, and talk radio once was. But I think that, you know, given that background and knowing a little bit about that, on radio, you have to kind of, you kind of have to become a personality. True? Yeah, I think my my radio experience probably played uh, ties into you know something somewhere. Probably not so much directly on the SEO business, but definitely on the podcasting side. And and I haven't really talked about this much, so I'm kind of like thinking out loud as I'm answering this. But the first thing that comes to mind is I probably learned from the opposite of radio. And what I mean by that is. Like right now, we were having a, a very transparent discussion, and I'm not over here going, yeah, I'm SEO, and this is super cool, and I do big things, and like doing like the radio voice, and you find out that behind the scenes, radio is just a business, um, and so you get jaded a little bit, and it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was awesome. Like I loved working radio. Um, I still have a lot of great friendships. It played a big part in, in the relationship of my wife and I, who've been married for 13 years now. Um, so I have nothing negative to say about it, but if we're, if we're directly correlating it to, you know, my experience of podcasting or, or some capacity of my career, I think I learned, uh, you know, how I don't want to do some things and which definitely made for a positive to do the things I do want to do in the way I want to do them. Well, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, <laughs> because I think, and, and, you know, I'm going to step back. Obviously, this is a, a food podcast and we, we talk about food and business and, and some of the things there. But with, uh, with everything you're talking about, I think the universal language of business principle wise that we're talking about is you kind of, you take the good and the bad and you continue to follow your passions and you continue to follow the things that you like, but some of the lessons that you learn, whether they be positive or negative, still, still carry with you. Um, and, and I think that that's one thing. And, and I, I, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit, in some sidebar discussions that we had, I just, one thing I really respect and um, admire about you is just your consistency and your drive because the, the social media game um, on whatever platform you're on is, is, is kind of a, it's a grind. I mean, you have to be consistent and you have to be doing all these things. And a lot of people try to do that to become successful in their businesses or to market their businesses. And I find it so interesting that, you know, you kind of created this successful business that was, you know, for all intensive purposes, self-sustaining without even doing kind of the social media side of things first. And so I, I just think it's very interesting to that, you know, things were a little bit backwards per se from, you know, the quote unquote norm. But I still think that a lot of the lessons that you've learned, you know, through that, as well as building your business, as well as being in radio, et cetera, et cetera, have kind of all brought you to, to where you are now per se. Yeah. And, and I think that probably the two topics that we could use to bridge the gap between, you know, obviously I do nothing in the food industry. Um, but as you said, uh, tying this into your audience, the, the two areas where I think my career, my d discussions about my career could, could bridge the gap into the food world is like you said, j just, you know, figuring out what your online voice is and being you and building a brand. And then, and then we can get into the more technical stuff about, 
how do I how do I present myself online? Not in the social media capacity, but in the, in the search engine and branding world. So, oh, I love it. Yeah, so we can talk about those two things, um, and and definitely the the whole my career backwards kind of thing is something I've really noticed just like in the last probably year, probably when I started tinkering around with these other things because um, my career success was a came from um, a a balance of very strategic efforts, but I, I also can't deny uh, some very fortunate timing of events. And I don't want to say that the events fell in my lap. I definitely saw them and executed on them. So it wasn't like they were just given to me, but I, I did have some unique circumstances and different blips on my timeline that contributed to the overall success of my career. So it, it has been, it has been funny to look at it that way in the last year and go, huh, this is my first business and I've, I've never failed. And I, I haven't had these dramatic circumstances that others have had. Um, and just whatever I've had that others haven't had or vice versa, it's been, um, it's been really enjoyable to look at lately and go, yeah, I'm, I'm really fortunate. And I think it's really helped me by identifying those. It's really helped me be able to give to other entrepreneurs even more because I, I was never ignorant before about the struggles of being an entrepreneur, but now I can go, okay, I didn't have that happen to me, but now I see why that, uh, now that I've acknowledged that, I can put that in my verbiage and my mind, and when I try to communicate to other people that may be going through something hard that I haven't gone through, I can still kind of sympathize a little bit better because now I reflect back and go, oh, I, I, even though I didn't have that happen, I understand how common that is and, and the impact it, it brings into everything. Well, I think, too, um, you as a person are very giving and very generous. Um, you know, I know when I, when I went to your house, I don't know, a few months ago, a year ago, whenever it was, uh, I remember I mean, your wife fed me lunch and you guys were just very hospitable and, and, you know, we hadn't seen each other for years at that point. And, and I think just your nature is, is very giving, very hospitable, very, um, you know, you, you truly do want to help. And, and so when you talk about giving out this free content online, yes, there is a motive um, to doing it, but the motive, you know, talking a little bit about what we talked about uh, briefly with the uh, kind of the existential rewards, the rewards you get outside of the monetary rewards, um, it's funny because I, even though you're giving this stuff away for free and you're, and you're feeling good about it and that's just who you naturally are, you know, it kind of, it's that cycle where you're, you're really getting a lot more in some cases um, than, than other people, even though it might not be trading, you know, the same amount of information or trading the same amount of money or, or whatnot, you you are still getting a lot from that. So talk a little bit about some of the rewards you've gotten just from being able to share that. Now, obviously, contracts and things are like are, are out there and part of that. But talk about some of the other rewards that you've been able to receive as far as making differences in people's lives and, and things of that nature. Why don't, why don't I touch on both? Um, we'll, we'll talk about personal rewards, but let's pretend for a moment that my motive was strictly monetary. 
um, just to communicate the value because I don't think there's anything wrong with one. I mean, we're all in business to put food on the table. Ah, oh, that was a pretty good metaphor. For, <laughs> pretty good fun for this kind of show, right? But um, boom. <laughs> so, um, but there, I, there's nothing wrong with being capitalistic uh, as long as you're not, you know, ripping people off. Um, and so, if we want to look at it from that perspective, you get you get deals and build relationships by being transparent and helping others in a capacity that you could never do if you paid for ads or were just the sales guy. And, and a perfect example is um, there's a gentleman that found me on LinkedIn last year and he's, he messaged me and said, Hey, we're shopping around SEO contracts. Can you come meet? So I went and met these guys, they're a big tech company. And after I left, fast forward a little bit, they end up signing a contract and then some point in the conversation he goes you know why we went with your company because it's it's not too often that you can have somebody come in to talk about internet marketing and they don't leave you more confused when they're done and he goes you didn't you didn't try to use smoke and mirrors you didn't try to use big words um you were very transparent about what the risk and rewards were and so i think that singular example is a great example of how um just by helping, even if even if your goal isn't just to help, and it is strictly monetarily, monetary, um, you will get those contracts just because people are sick of being oversold. Now, to take that one example even further, um, I had that client for maybe a week, two at the most, and because we continued that that sort of transparency, and and I built trust with him that fast, he goes, "Hey, can I introduce you to the Utah Jazz?" So that's how I got the Utah Jazz contract. And there is no other way I could have got my foot in the door. It, Sean, you couldn't tell me, you couldn't give me a clear path on how I could have paid to get to the Jazz or done the sales pitch to the Jazz or sent him a postcard or an email. There is nothing I could have done outside of a referral that could have got me that contract. And so there, there's two examples in one story right there of if you want to look at it just from the monetary perspective um, you're going to get relationships and contracts that you would never get otherwise just by helping other people well and i'm i'm going to take this i i'm, I'm going to take that and bring that back around to um, more applicable things for our audience and that would be you know, doing the right thing for the right reason is the the overarching principle here. And I think that in our industry, in the food and beverage industry, a lot of times what we see is we see kind of a kind of a cutthroat game. Now, on the purchasing side of things, we see that a lot where we see distributors, you know, undercutting one another's price. Hey, tell me what so-and-so's quoting you and I'll beat it. Um, you know, just some things that you kind of shake your head and go, well, if I'm getting the best price, then why do I need to share with you what theirs is so you can beat it? You know, or it's in the labor game where, Hey, you know, I just gave you $14 an hour when you asked for 13 and now somebody's offering you 14, 50 an hour and you're going across the street. Like if that's what you, yeah. you know, why not do that? And they, so it doesn't really matter. I think the industry or the segment of the industry that you're in, at the bottom line is that if you're doing if you're doing right by people and you're doing the right things for the right reason, the rewards come regardless of what form they come in. Um, 
you just you'll be able to sleep at night and I that's what I tell people all the time too is that there there's a lot of things I could do and be successful at and make money at probably a lot more than what I'm doing right now but at the end of the day I also like to sleep at night and that's what's important to me I, I, I use that same terminology all the time, especially in the internet marketing world. There, there's a lot of ways you can make a quick buck. And I just, I tell people all the time that same thing. I like to sleep at night. Even when, even when, um, you know, as I talk on other podcasts and they say, how do you go from a small company to a big company? And, and you talk about how do you, how do you change your prices? Like in any business, it's hard to raise your prices. But, but what I talk about is, well, I want to sleep at night. So I don't want to raise them just to raise them. I want to figure out how I can provide more value. And then once I can connect the dots, then I can raise the prices. I mean, everybody wants to make more money, but I want to sleep at night. And then your example of whether it's, you know, payroll and a 50 cent difference here and there. And, and I know nothing about your guys' world, um, but in business in general, like cutting corners on whether it's a 50 cent per hour deal here and there or, or um, you know, really making a, a big decision over small change like a 50 cent deal here and there might save you whatever briefly, but that whatever that relationship is later, they might be in a bigger and better position and they're going to remember you cutting them a bad deal. And, and now you have an opportunity otherwise that could have made or saved you tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. And now you don't even have a chance. Well, and it, I mean, the world is just getting smaller realistically. It, it really is. And so, you know, we talk about how the food and beverage industry is, is a very small, tight-knit world and you don't burn bridges no matter what. I think that saying is the same for, for business in general. Like you just can't, you can't, you know, do backhanded deals. You can't do things that are shady. You can't not act with integrity and expect it to not catch up with you because there are people in situations that I've seen or or kind of been an ancillary to where I've, I've maybe seen from a distance that have been a part of those types of things. And I feel very, very fortunate that I haven't fallen into some of those traps um, to where I'm guilty by association now. But, right. you know, it, it's sometimes 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road that some of those effects take place. Yeah. You know, I remember interviewing for a job years ago and the guy that was doing the hiring had actually been a line cook for me years before. And, uh, and I remember when I went into interview and I thought, Holy smokes, you've really risen to some, some great, great heights. And automatically my mind went back to man, <laughs> how did I treat him? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you know, if I had been unfair to him, if I had, you know, if I had been shady, if I had maybe cut his hours, if I had, you know, done any number of things I could have done, then that immediately would have impacted that, that moment in my life. And so I think that's, that's kind of the general principle there. And in, in that sense is that really doing the right thing for the right reason brings, brings a lot more of those rewards. Um, I want to switch gears real quick and kind of ask you one more thing before we really wrap up here. And that is in regards to what you do know as far as SEO and some of the things that, that people can do. One of the things I get asked, asked all the time um, is, and, and again, this, this comes from in the food and beverage industry, we know our operations and we know what goes on inside the four walls, but we're not always the most savvy on, on some of the business principles and some of the things that we need to do out there. 
Mm-hmm. Given your experience in media, whether it's social media or radio, and given your experience with, with SEO, which you're very versed in and know a lot about, um, what are some things that you see operators or owners or whatever of, of restaurants or food service businesses or anything like that, what are the things that they do well from a marketing perspective or an SEO perspective? And what are some things that they don't do so well that they could maybe improve on? So the, the <laughs> I'm, take, I'm taking a deep breath here because there's a, there's a lot of different ways we could go with, with that. There's, all right. So on the SEO side, um, you know, the food and beverage industry is, is one industry that always stands out as uh, being way off the mark on SEO, on, on search engine marketing. You know, there's some industries where um, the, the general industry tries to make an effort. And if, if me with the trained eyes, I go to a website and I see these things where I know search engine is going to give or take value for the way something is presented on a website. Um, usually there's kind of like a common level of you know, here's, here's other SEO companies. They're going to be at 90 to hundred percent on the efforts they make on the website. Cause that's their industry. And then you go to maybe automotive industries and they're like 60 to 70% um, based on their out of the box efforts because uh, there's been a big strong push in that industry to, uh, to maximize opportunities online. And then you go to like food and beverage and it's like, they're probably like in the 20 to 40% area and it's I think it's largely due to what you said the the industry is is they're in their little box and it makes sense I mean you guys do what you do and you're you're not in an online based industry but at the same time I think there's so much opportunity to be had and this kind of ties into the other side of the the coin is what do the restaurants or or whatever food and beverage outlets that I see that do well what do they do well and the what works best, and, and this this will apply to social media and search engine optimization, is having a personality and and show, not trying to present, not like be who you are and present that. Don't don't say I, I want to be this different thing, because people are getting such a trained eye lately over you know false social media influencers and everybody's. Um, you know, skinny and sexy and everybody's rich and famous, like people are catching on to how to identify the false positives in these pictures and the context of their posts. And so I would say to just be transparent and like whatever your thing is or whatever you're passionate about within the food and beverage world, but maybe you haven't found success in, but you want to pursue it, just start posting those things. And you're, you're not an expert until you're an expert. And the only way you're going to get there is by, sharing what you're what you're learning from as you grow and sharing the cool little things that you're doing at your little niche restaurant in the small town um that transparency is what it, it may not attract everybody but it's going to build the loyal audience and that's all you're going to need to be successful well loyal audience i mean that's that comes from Exactly what we talked about, transparency and consistency and integrity and all the things that that I think you're doing doing really well. So for anybody who who is out there who hears this and is really looking to kind of take their business to a new level um, and is really looking for maybe some help on SEO and you know, like Damon said, he gives he gives this stuff away for free, guys, for free. And there is a ton of value in what he does. 
Um, in fact, I'll just share you. I'll just share a personal example here, so that everybody knows that I, I'm transparent and I'm being. I'm trying to practice what we're preaching here. Uh -huh. um, you know, recently we had. Um, we, I would say maybe not often, but every once in a while we'll kind of have you know more or less text kind of back and forth, Damon and I. And I had. I can't remember what I had asked, um, but we were. I think I just reached out to you and we had, we were talking a little bit about um, kind of what you're doing and, and, you know, you were just, you were doing a good job. And so I said, Hey, good job. And then all of a sudden he comes back and he sends me all these links to here, here's how you can get on other podcasts and radio shows. And I was just blown away and I did take advantage of all those by the way. So thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. Um, but that that's just an example right there, guys, of the value that Damon provides. And so I would highly, highly suggest you go and follow him on social media, check out uh, his company, check out what he's doing, because he does provide a lot of value. And with that, Damon, I'll let you let you know where to where to tell them to go. Yeah, so on the business side, seonational.com. Um, you can also check out damonburton.com. That's where I do more of the entrepreneurial journey stories um, that are less directly tied to SEO. Um, and then I have a, a Facebook group where I, I drop SEO things for free here and there. If you go to ways2rank.com slash Facebook, that'll redirect you over to there. And and uh, LinkedIn's my, my platform of choice where I'm, I'm more active, so you can find me on LinkedIn as well. Um, there is a lot of value to be gained by looking at what other people are doing and applying that to what you're doing. So if there are companies out there that have a great online presence or have a great Instagram account or, or whatever it might be that you really look up to, just because they're not in the food and beverage industry doesn't mean that you couldn't emulate what they're doing. Find what they're doing and what you like about what they're doing and then try to emulate what it is that they're doing. And that's why Damon's here. Not only is he a great guy, and I'm hoping to kind of help him in his endeavors, but he's got a lot of value to bring to the table. And so regardless of what he has in the knowledge sector of food and beverage, it is, it is definitely trumped by everything that he's doing with everything else he's doing. And that's why, that's why we're here today talking about this is because he does – practice what he preaches and he, he does give a lot of this stuff away and a lot of the things that he's talking about might not be how to grill the perfect hamburger but really do you need to know that or do you need to know how to increase your online presence and do you need to know how to do some of these skill sets that maybe aren't in your wheelhouse so that that's my point in all this is really really take a second and look outside the box and look at what other people are doing because you can be gaining a lot of stuff from that uh Anyway, special thanks to Damon. Damon, thank you so much for being here today. You're a rock star. <laughs> thanks, Sean. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a check in the mail for the kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, and the other great thing about technology is I am in Norfolk, Virginia right now. And Damon, you are where? I'm just north of Salt Lake City. There, there you go. go. There yeah. you go. That's, that's the great thing. And here we are just having a discussion on a Friday afternoon. So yeah. thank you again for being here. And thanks for all that you bring to the table. And like I said, go follow Damon. Go check him out. See what he's doing. And uh, see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. 
second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at MakeMoney on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.com.